0: purpose do you remember the last time we were on this screen and we said that within 24 hours we would be <laughs> at yes, the utopia sir. tour um welcome yeah. to the unpaid nobody's ladies and gentlemen please like and subscribe <laughs>
1: so I cried myself to sleep that night basically <laughs> Dude,
0: something oh yeah, my god um, well this we is our mary gibbs miss episode even though we're not talking about freddie gibbs at all
1: uh, <laughs> It is the one yearly Christmas thing that we all
0: actually know. Yeah. Mary Miss. All... <laughs> um Needless to say, it's the week before Christmas, so there's no news. The biggest news was. It was literally nothing. Travis. Oh, the so thing. I guess let's go around. Like, how did we all feel about the Travis Scott concert um, being canceled at four, four hours before he was supposed to be on the
1: uh, stage? Uh big depression. I'm not gonna lie. Nap, it was uh, not
0: good. Not a
1: good yeah. time, not a great look from Travis. We had multiple people waiting. Um I had someone drive eight hours and his road trip was supposed <laughs> to be six hours from Iowa. And uh he's not gonna be able to see Travis anymore. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh it's pain. That
0: yeah, so it was good. just not, not a great look. Yeah. The situation was unblessed. Yeah, I'm sorry to say. Well, like, why go to Dubai? <laughs> it's like, I'm because, sorry you... because snowboarding,
1: Aspen is too mainstream.
0: It's like, uh, yeah, so... I have to go. I have to go. He's like, From I couldn't Detroit,
1: go three days before across the world to the place like, that to like
0: one of the most evil countries in the world. That <laughs> is
2: that is a very Travis thing to do of like of all the reasons to miss your show. Like, come on.
1: He's stuck on a... Do you mean... Uh, points for consistency. Run away for 24 hours, I guess. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. And then he
2: blatantly lied about being stuck on
0: a runway, which yeah. he was
1: not. Yeah, no, it was just... Oh, uh, man. <coughs> it was It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Oh, well.
0: We do All get a postpone, though. It was postponed to the third, which is not super long. It's not. It was. It's I was supposed to go to three long. concerts last week, and two of them got postponed. And I got to tell you, This one's a lot faster than the other one. Action Bronson got postponed to April.
1: Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah. It's a whole new tour, basically. When we were going
2: to see Yeet, that got postponed a month originally. Yeah. It went from mid March to mid April. Yeah.
1: Thank you for reminding me that. I thought Travis was the one or the only one that got postponed for me this year. He's the only one that got postponed
0: out of the year.
1: Yeah, out of the year. Although it was very late in the year. But yeah. It is very late in the year.
0: And if anything, I gotta keep it real with you. I'm happy. I always try to go see like one concert a month. Maybe I'm, I'm punting Damn. this one into January of next year because that was probably gonna be a a failure. Well, we have
1: Mike, uh, Mick Jenkins. Oh, we do have Mick Jenkins here, right? No, nope, never mind. But like, <laughs> that one's gonna be fun. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess
0: I guess Doja Cat was the what truly was the last our last concert of the year. Speak for it. yourselves. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You. Okay. Yeah, you went to Juice World Day. I went
2: to Juice World Day and the night and the night of Travis. I went to the pop up uh touchdown Touchdown show. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the
0: cheap tickets. (laughs) I I do appreciate that. How was the Teezo touchdown show?
1: Yeah, walk us through It was
2: intense. It was really good. So picture this, right? It's six PM or no, five PM the day that Travis cancels, right? Lurk lemonade is like, you know what? Teaso's here to be the opener. Let's just put on a show for him at a venue that has some space available tonight. So it was at Avondale Music Hall, which is like incidentally five minutes from me, maybe 10. Yeah. And tickets were 10 bucks. And I happened to, a friend of mine happened to be in town who works very closely with lyrical people. So it all just kind of worked out. Um, Basically we went, we were there super early. Watched everybody get set up, sound check. Sounded really, really damn good, even in sound check. And then there was an opener who I never got the name of, but I like want to know who he is because he was really good. And then Tizo went on. It was like a super short opener, and then Tizo did like a forty, forty-five minute set. Really, really good. Crazy energy in that room. I love a show like a crowd size of under a thousand because it's like it feels so much more intimate in a set. Because yeah. that the venue was seven hundred. Yeah. So tickets were 10 bucks. If you got them, it was first come first serve, sold out in an hour. And yeah, it was, it was great. I was like right near the front and a little bit of like the side side backstage area. And it was pretty cool. Fucking Joe Freshgoods goods was there. I managed to like bump into him and meet him. That was yeah, wild. That's dope. That I is. know and, the,
0: the sunflower convertible boys were there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like a ra- random pop-up who's who of like Chicago alternative. Shit. Wow. I just, it was kind of cool. Um, one of the guys who's like a co—I forget—I forget exactly what his title is. Um, but basically, I met someone who's like one of the, either the co-founder or he's like an ambassador. I think he's co-founder and ambassador for that the brand progression, which sure. I'm like a big fan of, but it is very much not my demographic. But they make some really cool stuff.
0: Wow, well, like, I've never
1: even heard just of. Curious.
2: Uh, it's it's a it's a black-owned brand, Chicago-based, and they do like this crazy. I actually, I actually posted a a, a video of an artist uh, last week who was wearing some of their stuff on the, the IG. It's um, Matt Muse was wearing some of it, but basically, it's like it's a brand. It, it ha, they have two big two big slogans that they put on clothing, and one is "Let Black Boys Be," and then the "Black Women Are the Future." And so they do like a a quilted vest, like puffer vest. It's I guess it's not really puffer. It's like a lining, like a lining jacket, and it yeah. says "Black Women Are the Future" embroidered on the back. And it's like this piece goes hard but like I yeah it's like it i'm i i'm a fan but like i'll i'll get looks on the train like it's a bad idea um if they made nice like if they made their signature piece that piece with just their embroidered logo on the front because they do it on the pocket and then on the back so mm. i'll I'll buy three fuck it but I'm like say, i would have bought one they're tight if, if you look them up they're really cool
1: okay bet.
2: so yeah lots of lots of cool people were out there um And then that so that was that was Friday when Travis cancelled. And then Saturday was Juice World Day.
1: So I'm I was actually curious about Juice World Day because I saw Mm -hmm. like a bunch of videos. Was it sold out?
2: I believe it was sold out, yeah. Or it was very close to it. I don't know. It seemed like the crowd in the standing area, which is like the VIP area, was very thin. But it was like I think by design so that there was like space to move around and they didn't overcrowd. Mm Basically, it was like a big platform in the center with a DJ booth that was like a a long table. And then for the artists to get to the stage, they would like walk out of the tunnel. So it was like if you were in crew or whatever else, you were like walking through the tunnels around. That's where all the setups were. So they would walk out and then come up onto the stage. It wasn't like they were just like there was like a backstage that was like one side of the arena blocked off. Which was really cool because I was I was on the floor down there and you could like look up and see people all the way around, three hundred and sixty yeah. degrees. And it was it was nice. There was some some really great shots that I, I was able to get. Um a lot of people who I actually really were was excited to see were there, which was pretty cool.
1: I saw Don Tolerit. Dude. Yeah. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Um I saw was Ski it.
2: Mask. Red? red, Ski Mask was there, <clears throat> uh G Erbo was one of the first ones. Okay there was a lot of a lot of really cool really cool stuff and then uh boogie with the hoodie was the closer
0: oh that's fun
1: yeah
2: and oh and Polo G, Polo G was there
0: yeah
1: okay that's a solid lineup honestly no, this is a solid lineup for
0: sure yeah no that's a really good lineup actually it was definitely say. like
2: big chicago energy I-, I wish chance had been there that would have been cool yeah because yeah, giro did ptsd and we all know that seeing that live is a blessing um who, did, else? Who else? Who else? I was
1: going to say, did Chance even do anything with Juice WRLD?
2: They're on PTSD together. Yeah. Is
1: that? The, but that's the only song, right? I think
2: that's it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like Chicago, Chicago people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would have been really cool if Uzi were there just because he's got a couple tracks with Juice WRLD, but I could see how he's a little more high profile and something where it's like a couple songs per artist really wouldn't have been the vibe for him. Because mm-hmm. each artist only did like four or five songs and then it was like a cycle out. Okay. Yeah. It was still a vibe. Like it was that. good. It, went, it was about three hours. There was a big break in the middle. All when right. did it start? Like seven, It started around eight, eight and went till eleven. Wow.
1: Okay.
2: Or maybe it was like eight thirty. It might have. It might have started a little bit later. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: okay, but I like that.
2: Yeah, it was a it was a cool show.
0: Do you recommend? Interesting.
1: Not bad. Well,
0: what? you still had a busy weekend. We did not. We our Travis yeah. got plans got canceled. They were in Dubai. More like Travis,
2: not
0: yes. exactly. I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. All right. So we decided to do a little bit of an experimental episode for our last traditional episode of the year. I don't know. Do you think we're gonna do a little bit of workshopping on camera? Are we gonna do a traditional episode next week? Because we have the golden nugget between that week.
1: I don't care. We soon. might we
0: might do a cozy cast. We might do something like real
1: easy. A little cozy cast. All right. Um
0: yeah. movie magic. We're back. So yeah, yeah, we uh last last major episode of the podcast this year, wanted to do a one. Well, wanted to dive into a genre I think we all listen to quite a bit, but yes. like it kind of exists in a different musical strata, I'd say, than the genres we usually talk about, and that's lo fi. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, LoFi—it's been um, around for a minute. Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: I was gonna say I, I, it's funny because we just came from Cutland. Are we doing schools in session? Should we do it?
0: Ah, uh, fuck yeah, let's do schools in session. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, because I was no, yeah, this. we're gonna do it. Okay. We're gonna do schools in session. Okay, yeah, okay, We'll okay. do schools in session okay. really quick. Yeah. I'm not even gonna okay. cut that. We're gonna leave that in.
1: <laughs> okay. Bet. Um, Jasper. Last week, we did do a School is in Session um, to get you updated. We had um, Quavo, Lil Nas X, Roddy Rich, Jaden, and YG, I believe, were the five. So let me pull up some new people right now and get us ready. Okay. These are actually all really good ones, so I'm excited to see your takes. The first one is Post Malone.
0: Post Malone. not a rapper. Yeah. Not Wait. So <laughs> okay. is this
1: just opinion based, or how does this work? Um. I mean, in general, how we've been doing it so far for school. It's like grade such,
0: their career, right? Using similar, you know, thought process to how we grade albums. I guess.
2: Mm, right. I did. I did this once. I yeah, think. yeah. Yes.
0: So not uh, a rapper. Uh...
1: And we have to come to a conclusion. And yeah. to be fair, we had that last week where um. Little Nas, Nas, Nas X, but it was just like, is he really a rapper? But like, we do have to do him.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Because we did end up doing Little Nas X. Uh, I give Post Malone like a C minus.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. I, I think... give Post Malone a B plus.
0: Yeah. I give him like a C minus. I think... I think the only reason he's not in a D is because he has put out like some good songs, like some good music. But mm-hmm. like, I think. <clears throat> I think the trick he played on the like on people, you know, using hip hop to get big and then transitioning the second he could, I think was is borderline disqualifying in my opinion.
1: Oh, full disqual. Uh, well, what we got to do his career.
0: I'm not saying like disqualifying. Like I'm not going to give him a grade. I'm oh, going to say like, disqualifying, right. as yeah. in like I could not. Like I feel like I'm being very generous giving him a C minus. Okay. like that's what i mean by disqualifying
1: um i mean for me i'll probably do like a c plus b minus i think he came out with an amazing strong start in my opinion i, I like stony one a lot. of the
0: worst albums i've ever heard in my life
1: i like stony okay. a lot it has a lot of hits on it i don't care um <laughs> but after that yeah it just it is what it is for me um I don't think he tanked, but I do think personality-wise, he just he just transitioned. Like he just stopped. Hat.
0: Like beer bongs yeah. and Bentleys, which is probably my favorite of his albums, was like kind of half in the hip hop realm. But then when he did Hollywood's Bleeding, he was just out. Yeah, it was a full transition. Yeah, full which, transition I mean, out, and it's just like, it's just... like on one hand, like you want to just be like, okay, like do you as an artist, but it's also like. You know, like, I don't know, this guy very clearly, I think, just kind of used the culture that wasn't his as a launchpad.
1: You think it was intentional?
0: One hundred percent.
1: Yeah, but at the,
2: at the same time, I think he did it well enough to to make some true hits along the way. I mean, Rockstar is the number one most streamed hip hop song of all time.
0: I, I mean, just, don't. It is what it is. Care like
2: <laughs> I, just, I know, but I'm just,
1: I, I'm just I, like I'm just saying. The thing like, is the the reason I was saying if it's intentional or not because it's not like he disrespected rap in any way. He never did anything mm, negative. That that. I wouldn't go that far.
0: Like, I wouldn't go that far. Let's not pretend like there aren't people who do 100% believe that he was being very disrespectful to hip-hop culture. I will say. And black culture. The 20s, like, there are, the 20... that was, yeah, that was a lot of things. That is a conversation a lot of people have had.
2: At the 2017 BET Awards, Quavo came out to perform Congratulations and, like, did, did his thing. He was performing. Post Malone showed up, did the chorus, and left. And was like, <laughs> all right. I'm out y'all. Have fun. <laughs> so,
1: I mean a little bit of respect for that. Maybe I don't know. I just think it's kind of funny. No. <laughs> In terms of personality wise, he doesn't he doesn't really do anything like negative. It's not yeah, like he's, he's just able, a guy like be hateful towards hip hop. That
0: doesn't it's not it's not about that though. That's like a very surface level. It's about like appropriating a culture that you don't belong to for personal gain, right? And like I'm sensitive to it because like I can be perceived this way right because like i love hip hop culture i love hip hop music i have pretty much since i was a kid and right but like, i would
1: go as far as to say whoever would call that on you or claim that on you is ridiculous sure but like sure but
0: because i'm sensitive to it i can kind of tell like when it's happening right i mean you have like i feel like the person who like sets the tone for that kind of thing is like little dicky because he did it out in the open Right, Like, yeah. he, he said straight up, like, I started making rap music in order to leverage a TV deal, right? Like, he did it all out <clears throat> in the open, right? Yeah, so there's I do think that's no... the same thing, though. I mean, how?
2: <laughs> Post Malone, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be that he's writing coattails. I mean, the fact that he came out and he did his thing, and then he started getting cosigns from people who have been in, in the industry and been making hip-hop authentically for years... I think it kind of speaks for itself. And then, you know, if he shifts and, and uh, explores another area in music, I don't necessarily think that's malicious. I think it's artistic growth in, in some ways.
0: Oh, no, it's, it's from first off, like you say, co by people. I, I don't think I think when you have like such a uh, bottom line, you know, run the check kind of like music industry. Right, I don't think we can consider just like being on an album, doing a song with them, True. like a I mean, full yeah. con, like a full like co-sign, right? Yeah, you're right. Post Malone did have co-signs. The only person I remember really co-signing him was Kanye West. And like, listen, I'm I mean, not Ty gonna... Dollar
2: Sign, but that's your neither here nor there. Yeah, like... we know who we know who Ty Dolla Sign is co-signing right now, so whatever. <laughs>
0: right, so it's <laughs> look, I, I the and like one. listen, like you don't have to agree with me. I just think like this <laughs> is like one of the more like. Cut and dry, gross ones, right? I think like I feel like he has a very similar arc to MGK, and I feel like MGK even has like a more redeemable aspect on it because he kind of got humiliated out of the genre, right? Post Malone just took his upward momentum and deuced.
2: I think that's fair, but I also think that the career itself does have some some stuff in the catalog that's just it's it's up there. I mean, the
0: other thing is that like one like I I also just disagree with that. Like I, I, I. a famous story like music <laughs> I just didn't I just generally never really liked the music. I think it sounded very like artificial. There's a handful of songs I like. Like there's maybe like 3 songs on Stony I like. But like there's kind of a famous story on the podcast where it's like you know usually with bad music it's bad cuz it's so forgettable, right? Stony, I remember exactly where I was listening to that album cuz I hated it so much. Right. Uh like it was just very off-putting for me ever, ever, ever since the day it came out.
1: Uh, Stony was one of the ones that's just like I just accepted yeah. it because we I did really be- like
0: White Iverson. <laughs> I like the song "Too Young," which came out before it. Like I was, I was there. I was there like the day it dropped. Like okay, like let's listen to this. Uh, no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did talk about this. In yeah,
0: Boston.
2: like <laughs> yeah, I I, albums, I was, I, I definitely go ahead. Sorry,
0: I was in a lounge on the corner of. Plymouth and Balboa in the South Loop.
1: Man's going through PTSD. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm going D. I'm going D. I talked myself (laughs) to a D. (laughs) I (laughs) talked myself to a D.
1: (laughs) Should we just agree on a C and say, fuck it, then just.
2: I think I think the C is fair. I mean, the the career the career is very much there. It's just like how you feel about the way. Oh yeah,
0: he's very popular with the kind of people who are conditioned in society to not think about these kind of things, right? Like I don't know, dude. Candy paint kind of hits. That song hits. What do you want from me? And I'm not gonna deny it. Like my girlfriend has like the song he has with Doja Cat. Doja Cat, like she fucking Mm. loves. Yeah. Right. So I'm not gonna deny. Take take what you want is a banger. I do like Take What You Want. It is like the first good Travis feature.
1: It's a first, yeah. That's another conversation. We're not gonna never either. had a
0: good feature before. <laughs> like, he has, has good features after, I will say that. I will, I will, I will, I will say that. But all right, I'm going on to the next. Who's your next oh, artist? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Childish Give me now. Oh,
1: Childish Give me now. E tier, E tier, E tier.
0: I give him C, G tier. <laughs> I
2: give him T for television perso- personality and not rapper. It's
1: like, do, you, do you count everything else? No, we're only doing music. So doing I'm, going, music? I'm doing B for me.
2: I'm doing A minus. Okay. Doing I'm
1: a-. gonna
2: do. I'm gonna do a B minus.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. We can settle on the B. And honestly, it's shot gonna be. It's a damn good career. And, and if you count everything else, then I think we. That's why I it. feel like it has to be a B plus,
0: <laughs> right? Because like, don't get me wrong, like. The 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 tr- the nameless album I think like was like a big stupor, uh, and I do think like, his early work just does not hold up like at all. Exactly, yeah. That's uh, why I give what I so, give. So like that's like to me like that brings him from like an A plus to like an A minus. So that's why I arrived there. I do feel like I feel like a B is like not really fair. I feel like a B plus would probably
1: be more indicative of his career. My high B works for me. I'm yeah. not against that. All right, but that one's easy.
0: Um, Missy Elliott. A legend. Missy Elliott. Ooh.
1: I, I I will openly say first, I have not Yeah, I've not every,
0: done like a discography deep like, dive on Missy I, I, Elliott. I, I, However, I am familiar enough. Right. Right. Like there's probably about ten Missy Elliott verses I could just do off the top of my head if I was provided the songs and maybe the lyrics in front of me. Um <laughs>
1: Also, legend in the game. Legend, the absolutely hard not hard
0: not to just say a a plus. Hard not to have this just be like an easy layup a.
1: I'm fully okay with an a. <laughs> yeah, All right, bet easy enough. Yeah. Um, Joey, badass.
0: Oh, that's one of my golden boys.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god, hey, you you had to be uh, you have you, to be fair. I would.
0: Yeah, you do got to be fair. I so think my like, thing about Joey Badass is that like I I don't have any problems with pretty much anything he's put out, like since since the beginning since nineteen ninety nine, since Steve's passed at least. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I mean I could just
0: very there? clearly see the alternate timeline where he's much better and much more fleshed out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Like, I did think it was somewhat disappointing that 2000 was nowhere near as impactful as American Badass. Agreed. (laughs) But at the same time, he is one of my favorites, dude. I love Joey Badass. Like, I'm very tempted to go A-plus, but I will probably... (laughs) Dude, I love... Dude, American Badass is a top 20 album for me. (laughs) All time. All time. Hip-hop album. American
1: Badass. Um... Temptation,
0: my lord.
1: (laughs) Man, I'm going a very high B for me, like a B plus, B plus plus. I don't want to give him an A yet, just because like.
0: Because like, what's the only thing? Like, I guess the only thing he doesn't have is just like, size, and it's like, how much does that matter?
1: I mean, for me, putting out a decent amount of. Quantity as well to match the quality is nice in my opinion.
0: I'm not it's talking easy. about size of your discography. I'm talking about like
1: popularity. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I think that, size of your discography.
0: Well. I think size of your discography is relevant. I I think that matters. I definitely understand yeah. that in the equation. Mm-hmm. I think you know, like how popular you are. Like not everything is going to be for everyone. Like Joey Badass is doing like a very specific, like throwback kind of sound. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, like. I feel like if he's doing it honestly, like it would never be as popular as like ASAP or Drake, you know, his contemporaries. I have a hot take. What's your hot sure. take?
2: Well, I give him a B. Middle. I think he's very middle of the road because his standout his standout stuff is his solo, just discography, right? But in terms of what you were saying about popularity, the dude doesn't have enough features. He's just not on enough stuff to get him into the mainstream. I feel like in a meaningful way, in in a way that would re- kind of step him forward in that in that space. You know, he's like I don't know, man. On Pray he's on one train. I know, he, but he's on yeah. P- "Pray for Paris," which is like a newer album. But that's still like a hip hop heads album, right? He's not yeah. like venturing out into like collaborating with the Drakes and the, the people main like scene. that. Yeah. Yeah, but like it, and I think you, something like that in terms of his career could just take him forward that next step.
0: Sure, it it, it would make him bigger, but like, is that but like do, is that an end game for him? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, and like, it, is that something you can genuinely hold against an artist? You know, when you look at them,
1: I think it's just difficult because it's a fine line. Because we were just saying he does need to be more popular, and it would help him raise his grade. But it's like you got to do certain things in the industry to be more popular. You have right. to feel... A larger crowd, right? Like,
0: what would not a Joey crazy. badass like Drake song even sound like? No
1: idea. I mean, I imagine it'd be good. Everything. That's the other. That's the thing. Like everything Joey has put out, I've enjoyed. Like, no. there, there hasn't been a song And like, like here's I the thing. Know, like, I
0: don't. I do not hate the features take.
1: I. I don't hate it. Right.
0: <clears throat> I just feel like he has. I don't know. I feel like he has like very strong features. Right. Like I think about his one train verse, and it's like one of the best feature verses ever.
1: And lows. Yeah, and I, lows. I agree. I, I just I,
2: I think about when when rappers will go on on like basically like a feature run leading up to mm-hmm. or just like Jake Cole run, out. yeah, yeah, and and they basically do this to achieve like a critical listening mass before yeah. or after they put something out. Yeah, and I feel like that's the just the kind of thing that he doesn't necessarily prescribe to, and that's if he wants yeah. to go that way, that's fine. But in terms of like what I would consider something to like put his career forward, you know, the expert that I am, obviously sarcasm. <laughs> Um, that would just be like my take on it pretty much. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, honestly, the the closest thing I can compare to something like this and how I feel about it is essentially how you feel about Big Sean. Like he deserves to be bigger. Yeah. And, and he has the quality to reach there. He has the personality to reach it. In my opinion, it's just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel and like it's,
0: I yet. feel like it's a little different, but <clears> yeah, I see what you mean. I feel like I Joey has to hit better with normies. I feel like normies love Big Sean. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like Big Sean opposite. is the opposite, right? Like yep. uh All right. Is that the I'm, last I'm put one? It B
1: for now. Um we have That hurts. One more. That hurts. A, I I, I think you so clearly an A, but okay. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll put it in Childish Gambino was one, but like this. <laughs>
1: This one hurts. Um, The next one should be easy for all of us. The last one is 6ix9ine. 6'9. 6'9? No, wait, wait. F. D I, for okay. dead. F. Yeah, I don't
0: want to. Well, the thing is that, like, I went off on B. He's got some
1: bangers, so no, he I don't want to. He, he does have
0: bangers. No, he he does have I, some bangers. No, he does have that bangers. Like... No. that is correct. No, he doesn't.
2: Who else? Who else samples a goddamn BMW door chime and makes a fucking hit yes. out of it? All right? uh,
0: people who like have social skills, I guess. I don't know, like f. Not dude, I I do not like six <laughs>
1: To be fair, this will be our first F, and I think this is deserving. Yeah, no, dude. I also, like, also, I uh,
0: guys, I'm just gonna put this out there. I don't care how hard his music bangs. He fucked a 13 year old. I'm not gonna listen to it. Okay, is that a thing? When yeah. You put it that
1: way. I didn't know that. I didn't know about weird, that. Okay. Know. Okay. <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> research. More research needed prior to
2: providing. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I
0: don't care how hard Gummo goes, which it doesn't, by the way. Like
2: Gummo is a different artist. That's. Oh wait, fuck! You said no, six nine. Yeah. What
1: did you? Never think mind. I,
2: said? I thought you said X, like X X X.
0: Oh no! Oh, no 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 no. no, no. I was good. like, wait a minute. A okay. I business. I agree. I, mean,
2: I agree. F is fine.
0: F is okay. fine. So, no no no. We're talking about. Social. We all agree. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll, what, when X comes up, we're gonna have ways about we'll that one because, like, I gotta keep <laughs> it real with you. It's not much better. <laughs> it's a bit. It, it's it a is. Good, better. It's oh, one hundred percent. I will say, like, artistically. I mean. I don't know. I've always thought yeah. X was massively overrated, like creatively. Like at the very I, least it's interesting. Right. Oh, I'll give it. I'll give it that it's a step above six nine. I'll one hundred percent. I'll, I'll go. I'll go there. Five, like I'll go. <laughs> you know. Like I'll give it that. Like all right. So that was.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So we're gonna do a six nine deep dive for the last episode of the year. <laughs>
0: I don't know why you, you guys doing? like fucking with Ops
1: <laughs> <laughs> That guy is A
0: state collaborator
1: No snitching Didn't uh, Trump get him out of jail
2: <laughs> No that's ASAP Rocky my guy
0: Get home ASAP Slime <laughs> 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 Whoops All right, well, Thug have, that sounds Truly humbled under god
2: <laughs> The pain that is Swedish prison Oh, oh man. It's probably better than like I don't know, most housing
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I would... Man, What would, Man, that hurt. Well, what would real, you rather be, you in me? prison in Sweden or a migrant in America? <laughs> you have a choice. <laughs> Pr-
2: Swedish prison or Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. <laughs> Not Fort Lauderdale! <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Like... Swedish prison or Baltimore? <laughs> oh, no. You
1: could have said Detroit.
0: Like. No. <laughs> I want that lead poisoning involved. I spent,
2: I spent a couple days in near Philadelphia recently. That was interesting. I spent oh, a yeah. week and a half in Philadelphia.
1: Spent a ah, life yeah. in Chicago. I think we're, we've done enough. Yeah, dude. All <laughs> oh, right.
2: Bruh, you're from the suburbs. We all lived
1: in Chicago I, at one I'm day. just fucking <laughs> with you. Yeah. <laughs> I just want someone...
0: I, I just want... One of those people who's like, the oh, you're from the suburbs, to say that in Bellwood. <laughs> uh.
1: it, it doesn't work, though. Yeah. I, I don't uh. even claim the city. <laughs> no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, all but- right. So, back to lo-fi. <coughs> so, Brandon, what, what's going on? What, what's the
1: inspiration with yeah. lo-fi?
0: I don't know, man. I just think it's a... <laughs> a yeah. John. So, we're getting to the end of the year. I think this conversation started when we were all talking about our wrapped... And, like, just because, like, I'm always on a computer, like, when I'm at work, or I'm, like, always, like, doing something that could be assisted by noise, like, lo-fi is just a go-to for me. And it's, like, oh, shit, like, if we're actually talking about the music we listen to the most, this is, like, one of the genres that's, like, highest up there for me. Yeah,
1: honestly. And, like,
0: and the other thing I think, like, as I started to think about it more and more, I think it's very interesting, because, like. Uh, genres emerging like wholesale is like kind of rare, mm-hmm. and you know it's one thing when like dubstep emerges out of like EDM, right? Like EDM was like a thing that already existed, and then it became like this more popular subgenre that had like a very specific sound, but it was still very much part of this family, right? Um, you know, think of like maybe gangster rap is like the equivalent for like hip hop, right? Where it's like a specific version of hip-hop, but it has, like, its roots. This is kind of something that doesn't have a, doesn't come out of another musical movement, at at least as one as I'm aware of, Mm -hmm. you know. I think maybe the closest thing is, like, something I would not define as a musical movement, which was, like, corporate music, you know, the kind of music that, like, corporations, like, create to play, like, while you're shopping at Nordstrom. You know, the kind of stuff that, like, doesn't, like, pull you out of that experience.
2: But have you heard Opus Number 1? No. Oh, my God. I'm recommending it this week. Yeah. It's the default Cisco hold music. Yeah. Banger. Really? Yeah. Certified <laughs> banger. I'm and not like, And that's the it's other like, thing, right? Is,
0: yeah. It's, like, because, like, I'm a relatively big Brian Eno fan. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Like, oh. he has, like, music for airports and stuff like that. And he has done a lot of, like, work in this stuff, but it's very fair... <sighs> very firmly in the ambience right i guess if there is a genre that lo-fi comes out of i guess it's ambient music but the thing is like i don't think that really qualifies because like lo-fi it very much has like a beat and a rhythm and like it oftentimes those are the most pronounced parts of the mix you know mm. so i i actually don't i think if it, it does come out of ambient music it's such a huge departure from it right so that's it. I just think it's an interesting thing that's happening musically right now. And I thought while we had this spare episode at the end of the year, it could be something that we could talk about. And it's also something we all enjoy. So why not just do that? So, Absolutely. what is everyone. Does everyone here listen to LoFi? At least to some degree?
1: I, I don't know anyone that like does does it, doesn't listen to yeah. lo-fi. <laughs> in yeah. reality.
2: I'll say I don't actively listen to it, but it's something that I definitely listen to as like part of other genres like somebody who who definitely like dabbles heavily in lo-fi is like Joji I listen to a lot of Joji yeah. so like that's like,
0: default... that's like something I want to like tease out is like you know is that something that could even happen like with lo-fi yeah. right like is by mixing it with an artist like Joji who makes like much more traditional music right does that does it cease to be lo-fi I don't know I think these are philosophical questions that don't have answers
1: uh, it's tough, because like, at least in terms of something like that, the way that I approach lo-fi, because I originally found lo-fi in college.
0: Um, I think everyone does.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was it was perfect for what I was going through at the time. Um, and I feel like, for me, having hip-hop being my main genre that's so focused on the words and yeah. the meaning behind it, lo-fi is the exact opposite in every way, where you almost create your own meaning to it. Yeah. Because it's it's... It just sounds that inspirate thinking almost in a sense. Um yeah. It, it leaves open that space for you to fill it in and either you're studying or trying to fall asleep, whatever it might be. Yeah, you can connect lo fi to your own personal emotions where you're at in that moment. And that's why I connected to lo fi like a lot around that time. Yeah. Um just being super busy, super stressed, uh, whatever issues I was going through. It was easily something to throw on in the background to give you that peace of mind. Like some people watch Friends over and over. Yeah, they have on the background, right?
0: For a lot, especially like there was like a six-month period where like I I lived here by myself. Like me, it was the news. I just had the news on like at all times, right? It's depressing, though.
2: (laughs) I do a YouTube video.
0: Yeah. YouTube YouTube video. Right. But like now, like lo-fi is basically like the dominant ways because like I think the other thing that's so cool about lo-fi is that because it it, it's a genre that I think is defined more by like how it's how and why it's consumed than it is like its aesthetics. Right. It can sound like a lot of different things. I think the most popular like lo-fi station is the girl. Where it's like lo-fi yeah. hip-hop beats to study and chill to, right and like obviously like that's like very hip-hop flavored right like because it has like the 808s and the bass and the symbols and like it's it's hip-hop beats right mm-hmm. but then there's like the other side of it where it's like very synthy and very like aesthetic there's actually like on the same channel there's another stream of like a little boy now where it's like he listens to more synth music right mm-hmm. and i think that's like another interesting part of it is that it can kind of be anything right it, it because like lo-fi defines like <clears throat> why you listen to it it's not i think that's like very very interesting mm-hmm. jasper yeah. what what is like more your experience with it
2: man i mean college is definitely the place i remember when i first really started using spotify and i didn't even use it like this was like back in the day with like i would use it on the computer free version with adblock plus because you can use the website and you don't have to pay you know pay for it or use ads whatever um so basically i was like just in college like doing my thing and i was like listening to the same old stuff over and over and over again this was like 20 late 2015 early 2016 and I started coming across more, like, instrumental stuff that I liked a lot. And I started kind of, like, building a playlist out of it. And I would just start getting recommendations. And I think I built up kind of, like, a fundamental taste for it from there. Um, I think a lot of the stuff that I listened to was definitely a little more structured, like, a little more defined than just, like, the, like, lo-fi chill beats to study to. Because I think yeah. that that is very much, like, a stream of consciousness type of music.
0: Yeah, like, 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 is it even, like, a song? Like <laughs> Yeah,
2: like, the ones I listened to were definitely songs. They were just, like... It was. It happened to have that aesthetic or those qualities. Like yeah. some of the some of the people who were like really big for me in that area were like Skinny Atlas, who I still listen to. Man, Lur- Lurker L R K R. I've heard Pete of Rock. Dude, Pete Rock.
0: I've heard of Pete Rock. Pete, Rock yeah.
2: The original Pete's Jimmendel's tr- tape, the, the album from two thousand one. One of those might be my, one of my recommendations for the night, but they're so good. It's just like, it's it's so far removed from like internet culture today, but yeah. it's like it very clearly set the boundaries or not the boundaries, but it like defined what the genre was at the time. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I think that's like the thing that is so exciting about lo-fi right now is because it's starting to like, the bubble is starting to expand, you know, so fast. And cause it's a cultural bubble. It probably won't burst completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like, I think you see it taking on like all these different forms. Right. And like you said it before, like I think like more str- I, I think like the next step of it is stuff that like everyone associates as lo fi being delivered at in like more structured, sequenced album formats. That's why I recommend like I uh, for this I, I sent out an album which I'll link in the description for everyone by this artist I found on TikTok called uh, uh, Lo Fi Afrobeats, who like has like a a project that's like a Lo Fi project and like yes it's very like soundscapey dreamy it's not like a you know it's not utopia but i i do think it's like a fairly like sequenced like we, yeah
2: can we can we talk about that for a minute yeah let's talk about that listen to it. yeah i think we I was, all listen
0: to it we're doing a shallow dive <laughs> yeah I, I was a
2: little surprised um I personally just given my experience wouldn't have immediately classified that as lo-fi just yeah. given like what it is for me that very much falls under like world music just like in terms of the tonality that it has um my mom teaches fitness and dance and uses like a ton of different varieties of world music which is like yeah. a massive genre and that mm-hmm. definitely like fit that kind of bill almost it's just like I guess didn't necessarily have all the same qualities, but I still really enjoyed it. And I think it like it qualifies, but it just like at first my gut reaction was like, oh, this sounds like this other genre.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of African, this is something I, it's funny you bring up world music because it's something I, it's a conversation I've had where it's just like a lot of African music is just kind of like shoved into that. Yeah, totally. Uh, so I, I, and I think it's interesting that like, this is being defined as lo-fi by the artist. Like this name is literally lo-fi Afrobeats. Yeah. Right. So, purpose. what did you think about it? Right. Like, did, did this, did getting, listening to lo fi in the context of like, this is a defined artist with a defined project, how did that work for you?
1: Um, I will say this is actually one of the first like album, like, lo fi album. Same,
0: same. Like, as much as I listen to the, <laughs> as much as I listen to the genre, I listen to it mainly through streams on YouTube. Which you don't even know the artist's name half the time. Right. You have to
1: do research just to figure it out.
0: Yeah, you have to do research. Like if you're lucky you're listening to like maybe the house music streams are a little bit better, but like the lo fi streams, like it's impossible. So yeah. Well, that's the thing.
1: I, I feel like when I was first introduced into like lo fi music it, it, I don't want to say it's like a new genre, but it's an undefined genre because what it can fit into is so many different avenues. Right. And naturally I just went to lo-fi hip hop. And so like Jasper was saying, yeah. YouTube was everything. A bootleg boy, like just channels like that I would just naturally gravitate to. And so it allowed me to open up to artists like Joji and actually understand it. Um, Open up to like, like King Blonde. I don't think Blonde is lo-fi, but having that open atmosphere type of music yeah. allows you to enjoy it a little bit more. It's a
0: step. Yeah, It's right. you take a step it's towards the, being able to appreciate it, right?
2: It's exactly. a more minimal instrumentation. It's just like right. a more minimal soundstage. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So all of these things, like, that's how I originally found it. So actually listening to it to an album since, it's it was a weird experience. Like, I did enjoy it, and I think it's it was great music. But I did come across a challenge. It's interesting looking at the track list because every single title of a a song has in parentheses, what the emotion kind of what it's pushing. Yeah. Like one of them is nostalgic and whatever. The other one is hypnotizing. The other one's emotional. And so that was almost like, (laughs) like I understand why they might like name the songs that way, but that's not how I view lo-fi. Like, Lo-Fi, I created my own meaning between the songs. Yeah, exactly. And emotional right. feeling is what brought it out. So for me, like, the names didn't help <laughs> at all. No. But I did enjoy the album. It's just, like, it didn't... It, it's such a weird genre to put into an album since. It, yeah. is exactly what I'm saying.
0: I definitely think, like, my experience on this album, I definitely walked away thinking that, yeah, I think Lo-Fi is something that can and will work in an album format. But, yeah, I thought, like, the the emotional suggestions yeah on the <laughs> suggestions. don't tell or, me how to
2: feel guys i'm, I'm not, not so <laughs> i'm not
0: i'm not offended by it by any stretch yeah no yeah. and like i i do feel that like i think you're right when you say like oh lo, you, you attach your own meaning to it and i think that is like 100 percent accurate i mostly use I, I mostly listen to lo-fi when i'm reading and like it's just like you know that's exactly what i'm using it for Mm. I don't think emotion and meaning are the same thing, right? So when I think he's like trying to make you feel nostalgic, I think it's just like trying to evoke a meaning. I don't think you necessarily have to put it in the or album, in the song title, right? Mm-hmm. And Not to mention the fact that he has like very surrealist, lo-fi sounding titles on the songs as well, right? But like I do think like it kind of is the perfect of the it is kind of the purpose of that music to evoke an emotion. So I don't I I think like from an artist perspective, like saying like, oh, I want this song to feel nostalgic, whereas this song feels soothing. I have no problem with that. As a matter of fact, I think like that is a fundamental part of the creation process. But like, you know, I, I get the the feeling that like oh, lo-fi is meant to attach your own meanings to it because i think that's true.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that Or at know, least
0: maybe a val- more maybe less true more a valid way to look at the music.
1: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people who do listen to lo-fi like obviously the big hits is like studying and reading like you were saying, but like there's so many I, Yeah. I, I don't know if I can call it sub genres, but it's like sad lo fi. Like if you're yeah. actually going through a dark time, and yeah, like, dark
0: academia. Like, if you're sad and literally. studying, yeah, <laughs> tragic anime backstory, lo-fi. yeah, dude. I love, I love house lo fi. I, dude, I have so many stoner house 420 lo fi <laughs> oh, just
1: saved on YouTube, <laughs> dude. I,
0: I literally, I'm not even joking. I, I have a yeah, I have, mo- yeah, <laughs> I have a, a, a folder, right? I have blockbuster lo fi. Hip-Hop and Chill Hot uh, Beats to Relax to. Uh, 420 Lo-Fi House Mix. <laughs> it's like in uh, my name. <laughs> my favorite one is Desert Sand Feels Warm at Night.
1: Okay. Not
0: bad. I a vibe. Like that. Yeah, that's a vibe. Uh, dystopian like Dark that. Synth Wave
2: Mix. <laughs> I have a. I have my own playlist called Power Synth that's like that.
0: Yeah, send it to me. It's I, I need I'm more a, synth I'm music. I always want to make sure I'm I am feel like I'm driving a motorcycle through Cyberpunk, even yeah. though I only take public transit. <laughs> you know what you know what you need? uh this divvy to add motorcycles <laughs> like <laughs> you're
2: right this is a big this is yes, a big 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 aside but a silly vehicle that i think i told you all about oh yeah a no motor, i think the utility though
0: i was also like really shocked at how like the price i thought it would be way more expensive based on the design it's a thousand yeah yeah no it was like i bought a laptop i'm like that's it was literally half the price of my laptop
2: like my my order they said it was gonna ship december 15th it is now shipping february 15th thank cheap. you honda i am yeah. fucking salty i want to that. Bitch. honestly honestly
0: <laughs> like when you do hit me up i'm gonna come try it out because like when i i i want to get a utility vehicle like that uh last mile transit yeah yeah i want to get like some last mile transit because that's just all i need to get around southport especially like if i'm not getting groceries or anything for sure and like rachel's gonna get a car so we can go on like road trips and stuff Oh yeah, but yeah, no. Him, I want to check that out. That seems cool. It's uh, like she
2: she has the car, I have the whimsy. All right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think there's one other angle. There's a couple other angles I want to talk about this from, right? And that is like from a social perspective, because one of the things I do see like I'm kind of standing in the way between like lofi being considered among a genre among genres like hip hop, like R and B, like pop music is the fact that, like, it, it's not really meant to be consumed socially. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it is. I'm not going to say, like, I've definitely been in, like, you know, when people have people over to apartments and they're just playing lo-fi in the background. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, can you go to a concert? Like, can you go to, like, a night out? Can you go to, like, a local bar and have them play, like, a lo-fi artist? Maybe you can. Like, maybe you can because, like, you know, like, I can go to the bar down the street and see a house DJ. So like maybe there yeah. is. I've definitely but, been to restaurants where that's a thing. Yeah. Where they're playing lo five, just like in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when I say like, I think like it's closest, like com- contemporary is like, you know, corporate music, you know, it feels like yeah. corporate music, actually someone making something out of it. <clears throat>
1: right. I just, in terms of that social aspect, I feel like there's two different challenges that come across it. Cause like, as you said, it's meant to be listened to, like, individually. And so I don't really know how I would interact with someone else right? from the music. um, Like, I have another... We have our Discord, but we have another... Or I have another Discord where we have a channel that has a 24-7 lo-fi person playing. And you can just join the channel and listen to it while you're working. Yeah. So, like... It's meant to be consumed by yourself And you can jump in and out freely It's going yeah. all the time So I, I just couldn't even imagine us and Being at it, the thought said. <laughs> like, yeah exactly
0: right I can maybe picture it if we're at like a, a Like a bar and like we're not right. There to listen to music We're there to talk to people And it's like in the background But like it, I feel like if it's a If it's a genre of music That, can't, that just isn't consumed actively I think it is gonna not be considered in the same way as you know uh because even like electronic music which it doesn't have as uh doesn't have the emphasis on artists which I think is another problem with lo fi, right? Is because everyone consumes it through like YouTube streams, streams like that on Discord. Um like the artists that are involved, even if it's someone just setting up an algorithm. Which we'll get to. Uh like but like, you know, the artists involved like no one knows who that is, right? Like, there's just not this culture of even knowing who those people are.
1: That's what I was going to say. That That's a second block, because, like, I wouldn't even... I I couldn't even imagine an artist being an only lo-fi artist and being able to perform a full right. two-, three-hour concert of lo-fi. Yeah. Um, and, and the easiest comparison is, like you said, electronic music, because it is more focused on, like, like the sound that are coming out of it. Yeah. But... That's the hype. That's the energy. You see someone jumping around on stage, actively doing things. Lo-fi. None of that exists (laughs) at all. Exactly. Right. Like.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Like that. It's like that. Yeah. No. no, It's just like. (laughs) Right. Like there's just no way to consume it like together.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, it's it's a challenge within itself, but it it makes me respect it a little bit more i feel like lo-fi is one of the few genres of music i completely accept it is separate from how we typically listen to music yeah um yeah it's like a
0: completely separate like paradigm right but like that's why i think it's so interesting that at least now like at least i can name like one like lo-fi artist like i listened to like i listened to plenty of lo-fi in 2022 in december 2022 I couldn't name a single lo-fi artist. Mm. Now I can at least name one, right? Sure. And that's, right. you know, lo-fi Afrobeats, which is just like... But, like, that's a specific person, not like a channel, not like a stream. That's a specific person who is making something, right? And I and also think... across
1: all categories. If you yeah. look up lo-fi right now on Spotify, the artists that come up aren't artists. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's almost like V-tubing now. Like, it's just, it's, it's a figure that's there for the stream.
0: Yeah, it's 100%. Just, it's no yeah, it's connection. not the people who make the music. Right. Right. Now, let's get, like, to the other angle, which is, like, I think it's pretty obvious that Lo-Fi's prominence is because of, like, the ubiquity of technology in the internet now. Mm-hmm. Now that something like live streaming can be done by your cell phone for cheap. Right? Like, something like a lo-fi stream is something that can even exist in the first place. Right. Um, But yeah, like I I wonder, like, is that how much of, especially given after the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. Like so much of our social lives got put online and like, you know, lo-fi is a genre that is like catered. Like it is an online genre, like almost exclusively. And I can't help but think that maybe, like, its popularity is due to the fact that so much of our lives are digital now.
1: I think it does tie to it. um, Because it's given it the platform to exist. Because if you go back 20 years, I don't think people are going to go out and buy CDs of lo-fi. Or buy vinyls of lo-fi.
2: Well people you were know. buying Brian Eno you know, and craftwork and stuff like that yeah people so, were
0: buying like ambient <clears throat> you know fair, ambient things you know like it
2: existed in some form it's just that now it's more accessible I think.
0: now it's more accessible yeah. and i also think i also think it has found like a new cultural form like i still think that there is like yes i think that's a really important point to bring up that like people were buying stuff that is similar to lo-fi when mm. it was on vinyl yeah, yeah 100% but, like, I still think lo-fi as a genre, like, is still, like, weirdly different than, like, yeah. the ambient stuff, right? Because Brian Eno is still making songs. Yeah. You know? And I think the other thing is that I think this genre still has a lot of change left in it. Like, something I've noticed from TikTok is, like, I've not- I've seen a lot of artists who are just very excited to be making, like, lo-fi music now. So it makes you wonder, like, what's the scene going to be like in three, four years? Right. Is this something that goes from being like a VTube scene to a music genre? You know, that's how I found Lo-Fi Afrobeats.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a guy, I follow him on TikTok and he's like, hey, I made this album. And I just thought the idea of like a Lo-Fi album was just so interesting. That I dived into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm wondering like, is this even an like, is, is like the experiment of Lo-Fi on in the album format even foolish? Right? Is this like a genre that is always gonna live like in the stream world?
1: I think it's new. I'm not against it being in an album form. And I think he did it successfully, but it, it it's an uphill battle. If it's so yeah. much easier on streaming, I, there's no real reason for me to like switch over from a 24 seven YouTube streaming yeah. where I'm constantly getting new music, and, to, unless
0: you like find an artist you like, unless you like find like yeah. oh, I really like this specific blend of like African music and lo-fi music so i'm gonna go listen to this
1: it's tough because for me at least i I feel like what a challenge that i would come across essentially is the the beautiful thing in my opinion about lo-fi is that it is one of the first genres that is truly never-ending like yeah it is there has never been a point where i'm like okay i've gone through all of j cole's music i'm waiting for the next one i can't say that about lo-fi like yeah it just doesn't work in that fashion because the artists aren't the front. Like I feel like in other genres, especially hip hop that we cover, personality is just as important as like the yeah. music. So at the forf- the like forefront, you see J. Cole, you see Kendrick, you see Drake, like that is so important. It completely takes away that wall or that barrier. Yeah. And now it's just like unlimited music. So with yeah. a 24 hour stream, you can't compete with that even if I find an yeah. artist I love. Don't get me wrong, I listen to them, but like you can't how often am I going to go back to a 13 album lo-fi album yeah versus like a 24-hour stream.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very good point. That's a very good point just based on the practicality of it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that that's those are those are interesting artists to bring up because like you're right. Like when it, especially when it comes to like the marketing and everything, right? Like yeah. personality matters so much. I would also say that like sometimes I think it's less personality and more perspective, right? Like J. Cole has a specific perspective. Kendrick Lamar is like a specific perspective. Like Drake has a specific perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And like is that as necessary? Like when you're dealing with like instrumental music, period, but like especially lo-fi. And like once again, I'm not saying completely unnecessary. I think all art requires a perspective, but mm-hmm. like. You know, it does seem like it also does seem like lo-fi, ironically, considering the fact that most people get to it from hip hop beats. I think it's like the most opposite of hip hop there is, because like it's all about just like suggesting an emotion. Mm -hmm. It's not about like detailed narrative. It's not about like wordplay. It's all about like evocation. I think that's why I'm so attracted to it. I agree with that. Yeah. and I also have always wondered like who is making this music. Now I realize that like there are a good amount of like artists who are just like, yeah, I just like make lo fi songs because like I like to go in the band like I like to go into Ableton and like make shit. But yeah. I have always wondered like is some of this stuff like algorithmically generated? I'm sure there's a, a large percentage. And especially now with AI, right? Like yeah. that was like one thing like something like if you go back to our earlier AI conversations, which have not aged well. Uh like uh <laughs> Something we brought up that I think is still true is like lo-fi is something that could very easily be done by AI in a way that's like on like I I think like where the fidelity between like a human being and the AI is going to be like one-to-one.
2: Have either of you played No Man's Sky? Yes. Every time you boot that game up, every time you boot that game up, the music is different every time it is procedurally generated music. Yeah. So and that was done in 2016. So I think there's a lot of it that's... Yeah, I think, like, a lot of it is
0: procedurally procedurally generated. I know, like, some of it, especially, like, a lot of the... Like, because it is interesting, because, like, I listen to a lot of house music mixes, too. And, like, they're they're similar spaces, but they're not quite the same, specifically because, like, house music has, like... There's always a shout-out to the artist. It's always very easy to find those songs on streaming, you know, or... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um... but yeah, no, it does seem like this is kind of the kind of thing that like you could generate it, And like if you were some kind, like if you were someone who's like able to like code that sequence and then also had like a flair for the artistic, like you're someone who's like, yeah, this is going to be like an, you know, an African color, pa- like uh, audio palette, you know, and I'm going to choose these drums. I'm going to choose these like effects and everything. And then it just mm-hmm. comes out like. That is, like, kind of a complete new kind of thing that I think is equal parts, like, creation on both sides, like, of AI and human. But, yeah, just a lot of thoughts on this weird little genre everyone listens to.
1: It is honestly interesting how, like, everyone I know... Yeah,
0: everyone I know, know listens to... the lo-fi. Yeah, I like, know everything from, like... <laughs> you know at my job like everyone from like 19 year olds to like 40 year olds listen to lo-fi right
1: it is literally and the
0: thing that's crazy is like you can find anything right like if you like sci-fi movies you can find lo-fi that sounds like you're in a sci-fi movie if you like griselda beats you can find lo-fi stuff that sounds like a griselda beat if you like you know uh, fucking folk music you can find lo-fi that sounds like folk music you know you can find I found, like, lo-fi covers of grunge music from the 90s. And the weirdest part, it was pretty good. Like, it was not...
1: Someone had to make that. (laughs) Yeah, like, that...
0: And that's the thing, right? Like, at some point, like, someone's making something. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I would not say, like... I know I might not know those people's names, but, like, the people who make the music in... Like, there are people who make the music in No Man's Sky. Right, Mm -hmm. like yeah, it's procedurally generated, but like someone made that. Like, it's
1: uh, interesting though because I I feel like out of all the genres, this is almost built to be a side piece or a a companionship with something else. Because yeah, it really is. With all the lofi, there's hip hop lofi, there's '90s rock uh, growth lofi. There's always something synth
0: lofi, how dance Um, lofi, yeah,
1: exactly. So it just, it partners well and it flows within other genres. Yeah. It's almost the sense where, like, don't get me wrong, I'm totally fine with calling lo-fi a genre itself, but, like, at some point you got to look at it in a sense of, like, is this just an aesthetic or a style of music to enhance something else?
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah, I agree. And I think even, like, to me, one of my favorite, like, stunts that was done in music this year, like a like a brand stunt, was in the lo-fi space where this channel, Zelda Lo Fi, who did all the uh, <clears throat> they did all the Breath of the Wild music as a lo-fi version. Mm. Nintendo reached out to them and gave them the soundtrack to Tears of the Kingdom early.
1: And that's they were able pretty- to make like a Tears
0: <laughs> of the Kingdom lo-fi that came out on the day of the the game. Right. Yeah it's pretty sick. Okay. Right? Like yeah. and it's like, oh cool. But it's like it's interesting because it's like wait a second, like, the Tears of the Kingdom music is already, like, a soft-spoken instrumental. Like, what is the difference? But then you listen to it, and there is, like... You can actually tell the It's the filters away. and, like, the ki- the pop of the kicks and everything. Like, it totally is a different thing.
1: It, it would be interesting uh, to just, like, research in terms of, like, if there were starting to be artists that come out within the genre claiming themselves as I am a lo-fi artist, I would like to know the process of making... that would be i
0: think if there's one if i'm manifesting one thing right now (laughs) it's (laughs) oh
1: my god uh i I hope let's let's
0: let's interview a lo-fi artist next year oh Oh, man we're
1: gonna have to find a lo-fi artist and see how they make me because i I, Mm -hmm. what would be interesting to see because i know it exists in other genres Sounds can naturally bring about certain emotions, and yeah. so I would be interested, even if it's just an AI it. generated, to because
0: pre- someone pre- has to build the script, right? Exactly. Like,
1: How do you choose these beats? You know? How do you know it's going to get a reaction?
0: I mean, I know for a fact that some of them are just like it's someone curating a playlist, but then someone made the songs that were on the playlist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and like, who's that person? Like, so I don't know. It. It is like just interesting to see a, a a music genre that's just like not so artist forward. Yes. And like I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it cuz like I just like knowing who makes the things I like, but you know, it is the natural state of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, no, that's uh those are all my thoughts on lo-fi. <laughs> but
2: Lo-fi yeah. more like pretty fly. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. That's the show,
0: everybody. That's the show, everybody. how so we're ending the year. <laughs> That's how we're ending the podcast. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do Rex?
1: <laughs> days before Yarmulke. It's wild. Hanukkah. It's days before Hanukkah. Come on now.
0: Anti-Semitism. Go donate to Gaza. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry.
0: Purvis, give me your first recommendation right now.
1: <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> somebody
0: else go all right i'm recommending uh because it's christmas merry christmas i'm recommending from the chance the rapper merry christmas (laughs) little mama i'm recommending are you live chance the rapper of la i uh i had a bunch of christmas stuff to do on sunday i listened to this whole thing while i was driving around doing it. it made me feel like christmas salt on the street tim's on my feet absolutely merry christmas chicago
1: Okay. Jasper, are you ready?
2: Yeah. Um, mine's going to be Opus Number 1 okay. by Tim Carlton. C-A-R-L-E-T-O-N. This man has two songs on Spotify. This is one of them. It is a masterpiece. Certified.
1: But, okay. I'm going to check it out. Um, I guess since we're doing a Christmas song and I'm not ready. I'm going to do St. Brick intro, Gucci Mane. God damn it. You have to play it on the first snowfall of every year.
0: God damn it. <clears throat> All right. So since we're talking about lo-fi music, I'm going to suggest uh, my favorite piece of ambient music, uh, which is a Brian Eno song. It's called, off his album, Another Green World. It's the uh, It's the title track. Uh, another green world i love that song uh it always brings out intense emotions in me despite not having words or conceivable instruments okay
1: what?
0: oh no it's the big ship that's the one it's once again it's like hard when it's like yeah it's the actual song yeah what's the actual <laughs> song it's the big ship that's the one i meant
1: okay jasper are you ready
0: Yes, sir. Uh, my next one is
2: going to be, if I can actually find. I have the same problem.
1: I I found mine. Yeah. <laughs> Forest Child by Skinny Atlas, huh?
2: twenty seventeen. Classic. It's gonna take certified. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Take you back ten years, basically. Um. I then I'll do my Lo-Fi song as well. Um, it took me years to find this song, but I found it on a random YouTube mix. It was my favorite YouTube mix. I listened to it every day for probably a year. Um, the song is called Homemade by Matthew Chain. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, it, it does have words in it, so it's not like a traditional. Whatever a traditional lo-fi you want to call it. (laughs) But it does have lo-fi aspects to it. And it's very good.
0: Interesting. All right, guys. Well, uh, from everyone here at the Unpaid Nobodies, uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah, which is in the past. Um, Happy Kwanzaa. I'm going to end the stream now.